The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday and taking the opportunity to be together in God's Word. And we're glad you're with us. Uh, If you're following along with us, we have been in the book of Job for a few days now as we walk through um, one of the harder, I'm going to say harder passages to go to, more relative, relatable. Uh, it's one of those stronger ones. It's hard, I guess I would say harder. You try to figure out what's going on. Try to figure out why God would allow this. Why somebody that seemed to be as good as Job would endure such trials. And it gives us some great insight into God, into our Christian faith. He gives great insight into the reality of life. And we're going to see a bit of that today. We're going to see a bit of the reality of both sides of the emotion of loss and crisis as we uh, look again back into Job chapter 2. So Job chapter 2, I'm going to start in verse number 7. So the Bible says, so So went Job, or excuse me, so went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and he smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. And then he said unto his wife, Does thou, I'm sorry, then said his wife unto him, Do you still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of the God? And shall we not receive evil? And in this did Job not, not Job sin with his lips. So this is one of those bigger battles, and you get to see a little bit of the difference here because you get to see Job's wife's reaction, and then you get to see Job's reaction to all of this. Now, we mentioned a couple episodes ago, and an important thing to reminder, that our relationship with God needs to transcend our circumstances. And what we mean by that is that my circumstances do not tell me what God is doing all the time. It doesn't say, what I mean by that, because sometimes it does, but let me clarify my comment. When things are going bad in your life, it does not mean that God's mad or God's done with you. When things are going great in your life, it does not mean that all of a sudden God loves you and blesses you. This is what in Christianity or in the religious world many call prosperity gospel. And they have this belief that if you're right and doing right and giving and doing everything God wants you to do, then to an extent God kind of is required to bless you. And you know how good you are by your blessings. So wealthy people, healthy people, successful people, they enjoy the extreme benefits and blessings of God. Those struggling with physical condition, those having um, financial problems, those people there, well, they're just some, there must be something wrong with this. And, and the book of Job just eliminates that thinking completely, especially when we get over and as we move on to talk about Job's friends. And boy, they had that same thinking coming in. So we get this, sometimes we do, we get this idea that if everything's falling apart, I must have done something wrong, God must hate me, or God must be punishing me. We do know that God chases whom he loves, but we also understand that generally, outside of if you've got sin in your life you know you have, you haven't dealt with, well, then that's something to consider. But generally speaking, uh, you're going to find a situation to where trials come in life. Life is not fair. Trials come. And any person or Christian who thinks that is inaccurate does not have a correct view of life, of God, and of the Christian faith. So when we look at this, let's go ahead and open the, unpack these verses a little bit and see what we can learn from it. Starting in verse 7, we see Satan leaves heaven from the presence of the Lord, and he smote Job 
bulb was with sore boils. Now, I've, never, I've only seen people with boils, never had them. I understand they're massively uncomfortable, but every part of his body had a sore. So he sits in ashes trying to deal with the infection. He scrapes away at him. I won't go into all details why he's doing this. Um, and he just sits, he sits there. What you would normally do in these type of situations today, we'd have medicines and stuff. They would just sit in a spot trying to clean it out, waiting for what would be immense pain. He would, um, Joe, Satan wasn't allowed to kill Job, so he put him in a situation that was nothing but intense discomfort. And he sat there for a long time with this. Then, the verse 9 said, his wife unto him. So I want you to understand a little bit. A lot of times we go to this passage and all we see is Job. Job lost his wealth. Job lost his servants. Job lost his children. And then he worships. Can I encourage you in this? Excuse me. So did his wife. His wife watched them lose all of the wealth they had. His wife lost all of her children. So she has an awful lot here that she probably has a right to say, right? She's got a lot. We look at this and say, well, it was only Job. Well, Job didn't actually give birth to those children. I mean, the, the connection to those children is special to the mother. And for whatever reason, they should lost them all. Now, I have no idea what her relationship, I would say that her relationship with God was similar, but please understand it was Job's responsibility to be the leader of the home and to lead. And there are times when you lead and write that even the best intention, the godliest of people will struggle. They'll see, they'll, they'll believe that what you're doing is God's will, but they just won't understand it all because it just, why? Why does it have to be this way? And, and it can get there. And again, our, our relationship with God needs to transcend our, our circumstances. Warren Wearsby put it this way, never let your presence circumstances aside your present walk. Our circumstances will come and go. Sometimes they give us a clear understanding of God's will. Sometimes there just can be used as confusion. We need to keep our eyes on God more than we do our circumstances and evaluate our circumstances through the eyes of God. God may place us in harder spots to ultimately bring us to the place he wants us to be. And we don't like that, but it is unfortunately true. So you've got a wife here who has gone through the same grief. All right. Then it goes to this. She asks this question. Do you still retain your integrity? Curse God and die. So he comes, wait a minute. You love God. You are a godly man. And you've always been honoring to God. He takes, he, he allows, because he can't say he takes it away. He allows all this stuff to happen. Just curse God and die. Now, here's what I want to give you an understanding. She's hurting. She's in grief. A lot of people say this was another boil, this was another problem, he's making it harder. I don't deny that. My opinion, I'm just going to give you my opinion, because frankly, there's not much else in Scripture that we know about her in this scenario. But my opinion is you've got Job who sits there, and he's like, I don't understand anymore about what's going on. And my wife is grieving. She's lost her family. She's lost everything. And now I'm inflicted with pain. We have done everything. She's followed me. She's been helpful in doing everything that I have asked us a family to do. And we've lost it all. Humanly speaking, the questions make sense. It seems like everything I've done is wrong. But Job had a clear conscience. Again, this is all Job's leading. She's watching from the sideline, enduring the same pain, but watching from the sideline. And picture what she's going through. She's following her husband. Her husband's doing these things. He's enjoyed blessing. Now all this is happening, and she, she can't do anything to change it. She's followed him, and this is happening. And, and Job's just like, my wife just has to trust that this is right. He's the one that's the clear conscience. Maybe she thinks he's hiding something. I, you know, there could be a lot of things we'd look at today. We really don't know, but she makes, get, we get a little more insight. Um, 
She says, curse God and die. And he says in verse 10, he said unto her, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speak. What shall we receive good from the hands of God? And shall we not receive evil? In this did Job, and did not Job sin with his lips? Now, a lot of people I've heard say, he said, you are speaking foolishly. That is not what it's saying. You speak as one of the foolish women. And he's, what he's referring to there is you're speaking like the unsaved women of our area. Those who do not have, they wouldn't use the word unsaved, but those who are not followers of Jehovah, those who don't believe in God, you, you're looking at this circumstance like somebody who doesn't believe in God. And today, here's what we say. We're respond, you're responding like the unsaved does. You're responding in hopelessness. You're responding in emptiness. You're responding like there is no person to walk through this with us. You are viewing your experience the same way somebody who doesn't believe in God would. The foolish, the foolish ones are the way saved. Remember, the Bible says, a fool has said his heart, there is no God. You're responding like an atheist would. You're responding like those who, who deny God. He goes, so then he goes on to say, is, is it wrong for us to enjoy all of this great blessing from God, but then still not endure some grief? And notice he does not say we receive good of the hand of God and then receive evil of the hand of God. He doesn't say that. He says we receive good of the hand of God, but there'll be times where we receive evil. He didn't even blame God for this. He's still stating that evil's going to come, and that's something we have to recognize. Bad is sometimes going to come. Things we don't understand are going to come. It's not always bad. Now, this is just a bad scenario, but some things happening in our life will not always be bad. They're, they're beginning situations and valleys that bring us from one good thing to another. Uh, but So he's sitting in the circumstance, and he's saying, listen, don't, don't view this from the godless point of view. Recognize, and I understand your pain. I, I appreciate the fact that he didn't condemn her. I appreciate the fact that he didn't attack her. He just says, you have to have the right perspective. It's not, we've enjoyed some immense blessing from God. Is it a surprise that there's going to be some bad now and then? Simply put, life's not fair. It's, he's right, life's not fair, and we need to view it that way. We need to recognize this. Remember, at the end of that verse, he says, and this did not Job sin with his lips. He didn't curse God. He didn't get angry. He didn't yell at his wife. You know, you say a lot of people get mad at his wife. Can I tell you? This was just a situation where Job needed to continue to lead. His wife responded as a woman in struggle would, as most people would. Job showed his integrity. And, and Job showed his love for God. And he said, I understand your pain. He didn't get mad at her. He goes, don't think of this from that point of view. This, this is normal. And he taught her. I don't think he scolded her. I don't think he got angry. I think he just taught her. And all that, he sat there in pain. And through this, you know, he could, she could have got angry. And he says, I understand your anger. I'm going to stay true to God. Well, if you go to the end of the story, you find out God ended up blessing and proving him right. Don't place too much weight on this woman as an evil woman, all right? Uh, she's struggling. Uh, look at the leadership of the husband and uh, his willingness, excuse me, to stand for God and to continue to lead his wife and his family. May that be a great lesson for us. Thanks again for joining us on this uh, Thursday morning giving me a chance to be part of your day. I hope it's a help, I hope it's an encouragement, and I hope if it's a blessing, maybe you'll share it with others. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.